This is the What's Next podcast, Houston's number one platform where I invite creatives to share their journeys and give us a depiction of their visions. Most importantly, the last question I'll ask is, what's next? Houston, Texas, welcome back to episode number 46 of the What's Next podcast, a production of Still Visionary, Inc. I want to first and foremost say Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everybody watching and listening to this podcast. Today is January the 4th, and we'll get into that in a few minutes, but we're here live at Cafe, how you say it again? Cafe Leal. Cafe Leal, and um, just want to do things a little bit differently this year to ensure success. I'm building a brand this year, so I want to do things a little bit differently. Um, I want to first and foremost say Happy New Year. Rest in peace to my baby boy, John Ross, Dr. Second. And shout out to my wife, Kizzy Denae Farmer, Doc. I love you with all my heart and soul. But I also want to say shout out to Mike Will, 82 on Instagram, who bought T-shirts. He bought the first uh, T-shirts for my company this year, and I want to acknowledge him for that. I appreciate you, dog. And he will be on the podcast at some point in this year, okay? Uh, my name is John Ross, Dr. First, and what I want to do on the podcast this year is I want to allow the guests to introduce their social media handles first, and then I'll follow suit. So. So. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm Chastity. Uh, Chastity Mims, I like to go by, I like to call myself like a marketing guru. I've been in the game for a minute. Okay, okay. <clears throat> uh, with me being in the game that, starts for me owning my own hair company uh, at a young age. I was a U of H, I was at U of H at, in 2010 and I had the opportunity to study abroad to learn uh, Spanish, but also um, I was op- offered the opportunity to come into the city and make a name for myself in the hair game. Okay. Um, and from there, I really didn't know, but I knew that I needed to connect with several people mm. So, so, so before we, we get into the meat and potato of things, where can people follow you on Instagram and on Twitter, I, if anything, and your I, website? I am uh, Chastity Dion, that's C-H-A-S-I-T-Y, D-I-O-N, and then my business name, which is also in my bio, uh, Declared Marketing. Okay. So, yeah. Website? DeclareMarketing.com. DeclareMarketing.com. Okay, and yeah, my, my name is John Ross Dyke the First, and you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at John Ross Dyke and still underscore visionary. If you would, connect with me on LinkedIn, subscribe to my YouTube channel, like my fan page on Facebook, and visit my website at stillvisionary.com. That's S-T-I-L-L-V-I-S-I-O-N-A-R-Y.com. And uh, something new this year, I have podcast merch I'm doing. This is the first prototype. It's uh, it's a song that I, it's a segment on my podcast. I ask you what songs on your mind. The podcast uh, logo and on the back shopstillvisionary.com. So shopstillvisionary.com, Houston, Texas. Carry on. Okay, so yeah, <clears throat> I was provided with the opportunity to come into the Houston market that hadn't been tapped. And I knew I didn't know a lot of people. I went to private school, didn't know a lot of people at U of H. So I decided to come up with the idea of like Mark, Mary Kay, the Mary Kay concept, which is kind of what we're doing now, which is influencer marketing. So I had different representatives at every university in Texas, which included. um, Okay, we got to check our phones. My bad. We got to check our phones. Go ahead. ahead, Um, ahead. Which was, you know, TSU, U of H. 
S- uh, Sam Houston, uh, UTSA, SFA. Uh, I, I did. I have one. At, I have one at SFA. Okay. Um, so yeah, made a name for myself. Hair genetics was popping in the city. It was really popping nationwide. Um, I took to Twitter, which was uh, the biggest platform at the moment, and I realized that there was something called hashtags that didn't have a name. No doubt. Hashtags at the moment. No doubt. And a lot of people were using hashtags on Twitter to kind of say like. Brazilian hair or Malaysian hair. So I slid in their DMs, had different representatives um, in Texas and really just na- made a name for myself, just creating marketing based off of what I thought would go. Okay. Um, that was great. Um, but just as much as I believe that God will give it to you, he'll take it away because I was making buku bread. I was making so much money and at a young age when you're making that much money, what are you doing? You're in the club, you're blowing you, you buying clothes, all of the necessary stuff. Um, so graduated from the University of Houston, and knew that a lot of my colleagues and friends, I had assisted with kind of growing their brand via social media. So then I was like, okay, well, why don't I go into uh, marketing consulting? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's difficult to tell your friends what to do. So I took a step back, went back into the corporate world. Um, and then there I was opportun- I had the opportunity to be a senior e-commerce merchandising manager, where I basically put products online, um, developed marketing campaigns online and offline, and really just drove the product for that specific company. Um, And then they laid me off. So I was like, yo, (laughs) what's up? They laid me off. And Uh uh, at that moment, I realized that I don't ever want to be in that predicament where someone has the opportunity to really just lay me off when they want to. Um, so then I jumped back into the marketing field, uh, working as a freelance marketing consultant with another company. And then I had another opportunity that was presented to me where I was able to buy the lot that sat right next door to my mother's house. And when I had, I had the money to buy the lot, but when it came to building, I needed a loan. And when I went to the loan officer, the loan officer told me that I needed to have been at a company for more than two years or had an LLC. I didn't have an LLC because I was a freelance marketing consultant. So at that moment, I also said, I'm, I'm one of those people that don't like to be put in predicaments that I don't want to be put into. So after that, I went ahead and um, said, okay, this is time for me to make my leap. So when I made my leap, I came up with declared marketing. Um, and declared marketing is to declare, to announce when you're an entrepreneur, when you're a small business owner, you're telling the world, this is my baby. This is what I have. Here I go. Um, so I came up with declared marketing where my brand represents uh, this tagline that I use all the time. And it's uh, passion, practice, profit. In order to be passionate, you have to be passionate about something. You have to want to do something. Passion wakes you up at night. Passion keeps you up at night. Passion has you, you know, booking marketing consulting, going to networking events. But then there's that practice stage where a lot of entrepreneurs kind of teeter-totter between that's where you have your trials and tribulations that's when you want to quit that's when you kind of decide exactly what your passion is but after you get through that practice stage it's the pat i mean it's the profit so it's passion practice profit and oftentimes i try to teach people that it's not like a one-two step game it's continuous so once you get that money you got to bring it back to your passion and reinvent yourself and kind of see uh what is and what will be in the future by staying ahead of the wave. So Declare Marketing is basically a small business marketing boutique where we help small business owners align themselves with their target audience via social media marketing strategies, via 
branding, implementation, brand development, all that good jazz. And then on top of that, you have me, who I like to tell my clients, I'm an OG. I've been in the game. I saw the money. I've, I've, I learned the benefits of having contracts in place, who to work with, who not to work with, and just presenting yourself in a way that is going to be tangible and deliverable to whoever your target audience is. So, yeah, that's me. So, so uh, I want to backtrack a little bit because um, the way we were acquainted was kind of unusual. The thing is this. When I started really getting into the vibe of consistently putting out an episode every Tuesday, it was a while ago last year, but it was it got to a point where it became everything that I knew how to do. Right. And then I think I got a follow from you. Right. And I was like, OK, like, let me not be Hollywood. I want to follow right. back because I don't want to be unfollowed after right. you followed. Right. So I followed back and then I went I went to L.A. And I did four episodes in L.A. And I, I my first episode in L.A. was with my homegirl, Asia. And she said, hey, you know who would be good to bring on the podcast? And it was you. Yeah. And so I looked up and I was like, oh, damn, I'm already following her. So since then, I've been trying to get you on here. I didn't know when it was going to happen. But I'm, happen. I'm, I'm, ha I'm, I'm glad it happened now. So, so I guess the first thing I want to ask you is you've already gone into the gist of how you got started. Break down marketing for me. Marketing 101. Marketing was that 101. your major? Was that your major in college? Yeah, I double majored in communication and business management. Okay, because go Cougs. Go Cougs, definitely. <laughs> when I walked into Cafe Layout today, and I saw, I, at first I didn't know how this was going to happen. I want to be completely transparent For in sure. 2020. I didn't know how this was going to happen, right? And I was like, and and I think I, we messaged back and forth, and I said, should I just walk in there and set up or what? And you were like, yeah, go ahead and do that. But my wife has been telling me, yo, you're too aggressive. What's your zodiac sign? I'm a Virgo. Oh, Virgos, Virgos. I'm a Virgo. To know Virgo. a Virgo is to love a Virgo. But That's Virgos, y'all are, y'all are, are something. That's what they say. Y'all are some. That's what they say. I just want you to know that. Y'all some. <laughs> That's what they say. To know a Virgo is to love a Virgo. Yeah. But um, I didn't know how it was going to work. When I walked in here today and I saw you just chopping it up with those, I was like, okay, here it is. I get it. I get it now. So, marketing 101, what is that look like marketing for me is just being yourself um 50 okay. of people make their buying decision because due to a product or service that you provide but that industry is watered out everybody does makeup hair taxes marketing consulting clothes anything yeah. that you want to do everybody does it yeah. but then the other 50 percent of people are buying into you and that's where that influencer marketing is coming into play people want to know that's why influencers are reviewing products but marketing is basically getting a consumer to want to do something okay but you need branding to be able to get them to want to do something branding is what you see marketing is what you do you mm. want to make sure that you look good and the example that I provide to a lot of people is, would you sit in a chair, would you get your hair cut by somebody that you didn't know? I'm asking. Would I get my hair cut by somebody I didn't know? No. No, right? No. Would you let somebody cook your food that you didn't know? You're talking about like just flat Like, you know, a lot know. of people are uh, making plates and you know what I'm saying? Would you, mm. would you eat their food if you didn't know who they were as a, as a person? Mm, it, it depends. Okay, another example. Would you? I'm waiting for you to ask me the right example. Would you let somebody do your taxes if you didn't know who they were initially? No. No. Right. No. So obviously, people are buying into you. They want to feel like they can trust you. I want. I, I want. I want to. Um. I, will, I was waiting for you to ask me the right question, and for me, I'm very influenced by music. Okay. So That's if the dope. question, if the question came about. Would you listen to a CD of a person that you never met before? My answer would be yes, okay. I would. 
Okay. That was the question I was waiting for you to ask, but I mean, then again. I guess again. music is different, but I, I guess music, I, I, it could go teeter-totter, but yeah. I'm, what I'm saying is, is that people buy into you. Okay. Solely. Okay. Um, they want to know what your family is like. They okay. want to know what you do. They want to know where you graduated. They want to know what you do on the weekends. They want to know these things. Mm-hmm. Once you catch their attention, I call it bait marketing. Once you catch their attention, it's nothing that you can throw out that they won't bite mm. because they've bought into you as a whole. Mm. So I get, I show my people, a majority of my clients are introverts. So I push my clients out of their comfort zone. I show them how to be themselves. Obviously, if this is your business, this is your baby. Mm-hmm. This is what you're passionate about. If mm-hmm. you're passionate about something, it should exude in everything that you do. That's you a know fact. what I'm saying? A so fact. therefore, it's kind of like in this 2020, people are buying into you, but you got to look a certain type of way and your branding has to look a certain type of way. The okay. way you carry yourself has to look a certain type of way. Okay. If you're going to be flamboyant, be flamboyant, be yourself. Okay. If you're not going to be flamboyant, what is it that you want people to know about you that can translate into your business? Okay. It's kind of like I throw out the bait and then I just okay. reel them on in. Okay. And the reason why I say that is because when I sold hair and I stopped, I thought the world knew I stopped. I thought the world knew I had failed from a social media standpoint. Um, and it was crazy because 50% of my, 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 my clients were men. Men don't wear hair. Yeah. And when I started to talk to them after I had let my business go, they were like, yo, Chaz, I didn't buy into you. Obviously, I didn't buy hair. I just respected your hustle. I liked it, no your doubt. grind. No doubt. So in exchange, I would tell my girlfriend, my side piece, my mom, my cousin about your business. And that's where those referrals came from. Mm. And then that's when I realized I have the platform to do anything that I want to do. Mm. Literally. You know mm. what I mean? I can sell cool cups. I sold shirts. I did public speaking. Mm. People are not coming because of the product initially. Obviously, they may come for the product, but they're really coming for from me okay. and that's the marketing component that drives you I put out the branding branding isn't always a logo branding is how you carry yourself you just told me when I walked in you said man I like your energy I did energy. that's a fact energy yeah. energy yeah. energy 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 it's crazy how I have all of these followers but when I meet people they feel like they already know me that mm. means that I got you mm. and maybe you're sitting down and you're talking to your friend and you're like yo your friend is like, man, I'm about to start this business and I just don't know where to start. You may not need me right then and there, but because you bought into me and you rock with me and you like what I have going on, that's a that's a quick alley mm-hmm. into, oh, follow my girl, I am Chastity Dion, or follow mm-hmm. Declare Market and she gonna get you right. You may not know exactly what I do, but you know what I do enough to send that that throw that alley. I call them alleys, basketball no reference. So no yeah. So 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 what part of the city are you from? From the north side. North side. What part? Uh, so as a young adult, I used to say I was from Acres Home okay. because my mom used to always go to my aunt's house, and I'm a square. Let's okay. be honest. Um, but it wasn't. <laughs> but it wasn't until I realized my neighborhood. So I'm I'm from Trinity Gardens, Houston, Texas. Mm. But every now and then, you may see me throw up the fofo. Okay. Acres Home. So you went to what high school? Went to Yes Prep. Yes Prep. Yeah. Okay. Well, yes, prep on that side of town. Though. Southeast. I was a part Southeast. of the graduating, the first yes prep to a- actually graduate from 6th to 12th. Okay. And what I liked about them or the school was, the school was catered to getting minorities into a four-year college or university. So mm-hmm. a lot of our classes were definitely the basic classes that were at an advanced level. But then we also had like a, a what is it called, a college seminar class where that class was focused on scholarships and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yes prep, class of 2005. Okay. 
Okay. And uh, off of Scott? Off of uh, Crenshaw, Southeast. Southeast. There's, okay, so there's a lot of yes preps at this point. Yeah, yeah, Southwest, yeah, yeah. North yeah. Side, all of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, one off of White Oak, but you went to the one off of Crenshaw. Okay. Okay, because I was just trying to, I like to ask that question just to get a feel of where people are from in the city. Okay, so you go to U of H, uh, communication and marketing, you come out, you get all of that. Now, now starting your own thing, how difficult do you feel that was for you to do so? I think it wasn't difficult to do the tangible work. It was just difficult to believe in myself, to know that, like I said before, failure, my hair business failed on the level where my my character was questioned um okay. i brought what do, you, in some, what do you mean by that i brought in some business owners um like i said before making all that money mm-hmm. right and i realized that she's happy had came to the city okay. bougie hair had came to the city hair imports had came to the city and they had tangible locations um and at that point prior to them coming into the city my only competitor was really mr indian hair who really didn't have a presence online and then Ming Lee, who was out in Atlanta. So those were my, I was really a part of the heavy hitters emerging the hair industry into the world as what it is. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, making all that money, I wasn't reinvesting into my business as I needed to. I never really had a website. Clients were buying from me via PayPal, not even PayPal, uh, MoneyGram, Western Union, and direct, directly depositing into my Wells Fargo account. Unconventional. But it was crazy. Yeah. Um, but I never invested into my brand. Like I never had a real life operating website. A lot of my transitions, transactions were directly from DMs, mm. phone calls. I had mm. my phone was full of text messages and I knew my clients by their area codes, three three seven, two ten, um, three one three. I think that's Detroit or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, um yeah, yeah. so yeah, um I brought in some investors and there was an issue with my PayPal from another previous company that I had worked for doing hair business. My account was like negative $1,600 and I wasn't going to pay for it because it wasn't on me. Um, And that's why I never use PayPal as a platform. Mm -hmm. When I brought them in, I opened up a different PayPal with someone else's social or with my last four digits of my social, but with with someone's name and PayPal uh, connected the accounts, which I didn't know. It was a, a, a simple mistake. Um, and when I presented it to my business partners, when I presented it to my business partners, they were like, shit, what you going to do? You know what I'm saying? Or that's not our problem. And I'm thinking to myself, I was in that transition where my money was kind of funny and it wasn't, I'm, I'm chastity. I'm a hustler. I, I'm Jamaican. That That's going, I ain't, I've never owed anybody, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking to myself, if we have this business going, why don't we continue to keep it going as a whole? Y'all pay it off. I'll pay you back. Well, they handled me dirty. They questioned my character about my business. And that really just broke me because when I talked about passion, my passion was hair. My passion was people. Um, and for someone to question my character about my business, it was it was it made me just stop. Okay. So for me, going back into marketing, I realized I'm good at this. I'm good at what I do. I can sell water to a well. Mm, Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. Don't get me started. Yeah, Go ahead. Yeah, Go ahead. so Keep I going. can sell water to a well, Jay-Z. Um, and I just had to, and there were so many people that was rooting on me. Like most of the time when I met people, no one knew that my business had failed. So I just made that leap, believing in myself and then having a support system that believed in me in exchange. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the marketing was going to be endless, but- okay. Just believing myself was the first initial step. Okay, so let me take you through a scenario right quick. All right, so you print a bunch of T-shirts, right? 
and let's say that you go to South by Southwest, okay? How do you go about selling a t-shirt? Because prime example, this is what happened here, okay? Um, we set up for the podcast, right? Uh, Mike Will came through. He uh, asked us what we were doing, and I'm, I'm guessing that might have been your, because for me, my whole reservation behind setting up here was this. Um, I don't know these guys like that, and I don't want it to be a fact where I have to get out of my character because they're trying to tell me that I can't come in here, even though this is, I w it's a private, it's a private uh, property or whatever, but we set up shop. Mike Will comes out here and he sees some stuff and he's like, how much are they? We give him the price and then he buys two. How would you go about selling t-shirts at like an event like South by Southwest? So it's just strategic. Um, I, they also call me the strategic chick. I'm, I'm very intentional about anything that I post online. I'm intentional about anything that I do. In this reference to Cafe Leal, Cafe Leal, I work out of here. And oftentimes people be like, you know, why do you work out of Cafe Leal? Number one. I don't have an overhead. I don't have to pay rent. Okay. Number two, I'm putting my clients amongst business owners. Around 11, 12, 1 o'clock, you have million. I've met uh, scientists. I've met Forex million-dollar traders. I've met business owners strategically. I also talk loud. Mm -hmm. So if I talk loud, eventually you're going to sit over there and then you're going to be unit, like, okay, okay. hey, I heard what you were saying. This okay. is what I do. Boom, 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 boom. Okay. So I'm strategic about the locations. And then I also want to show my clients how you can be anywhere, mm -hmm. anywhere you want to be, and you can still create a relationship or make a sale. So if I'm going to Southwest, Southwest, obviously I'm going to let the people know on social media. I call it anticipation campaigns. I'm gearing them up for me being in Austin. Okay. Once I'm down there, I'm setting up shop at a strategic location. Maybe I want to pump straight from the streets to provide that from from in a, it, as I pump from the streets, I'm utilizing my social media, my Instagram to show you I'm out here in these streets and think about it. Oftentimes when you see somebody just out here working and grinding, eventually you're going to want to buy into them and support them. So I think that Mike Will came over here. He saw two black man and woman. You know what I'm saying? We over yeah. here chilling. We minding our business. But then it's like, okay, what is it that you're doing? I, I feel like if you go to South by Southwest, you just got to be yourself because everybody's out there grinding. Um, but you're also networking, building those relationships and really just sh setting up shop wherever you want it to be. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, ov no overhead, I don't want to pay. And I know for a fact that I can pump directly from the streets outside of a location that may be popping and call it a day. But me, strategically, I would have a banner that's set up. You know what I'm saying? So as I have the people purchase from me, I got them adding themselves and adding my business. So now I'm touching other platforms that I probably would have never touched before. But it's just really just grind work. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, grinding and okay. making sure that you are your brand you know having a shirt on um making sure that you got a squad that's hitting the streets with you mm, making this making key. sure that y'all look like y'all doing something where someone wants to come up to you and figure out people are motivated by what they see if you look like you're doing something they're going to walk over to you if you look like you're having a good time they're going to walk over to you if you look like you're good your branding is up to par they're going to walk over to you so it's really just taking into consideration what other people see and baiting them into buying into what you have to do. So okay. for me, I'm setting up shop straight out on the streets with my my logo and my backpack and my tennis shoes. Tennis, tennis shoes are a great conversational piece. Mm -hmm. um, and when I worked at Nordstrom's men's shoes last uh, Christmas, I didn't realize that. 
Um, and Nordstrom's taught me how to not go in for the hard sell. So let's say if you walked in and you got, you know, you you fresh or whatever. Let's say if you had a U of H shirt on, right? Mm-hmm. You going in, you really don't want to be bothered. But I'm like, oh, yo, you a cool, mm-hmm. right? You think I'm going to come to you and say, yo, is there anything that you need? Let me know. My name is Chastity. Nah, I'm going to make you feel comfortable with me. I'm going to speak to your shoes, your jacket, your shirt, your fresh fade. And then boom, your 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 your, your guards has dropped. Mm-hmm. And then I built that relationship with you and easily I got to sell. So it's just small little things that people don't think about that can instantly make a sale as a whole. Okay. So my shoes is going to be on point because I know... If I'm in South by Southwest, those are the hippies and the music people. So I got to be fresh as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Okay. What song's on your mind right now? I'm not going to say his name right. I think it's Rudy Rich. Okay. Roddy. Roddy Roddy Rich. You think the guy that did the song with uh, the late great Nipsey Hussle. Yes. Racks in the Middle. Yes. 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 I like the way I'm a... I'm not a, obviously I start with beats. I want to, I'm a riding girl. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I like to ride on the freeway and just really just listen to music. So your beat has to ride. And I like the way he just mm. rides the beat as a whole. So okay. yeah. Okay. That's it? Um, I like, uh, I've really been into Naja music. DeVito, okay. Okay. Uh, Burner Boy. I okay. just, their beats, once again, yeah. their beats kiss me. Afro, yeah, their yeah. Afro beats get yeah. me going. Okay. Um, who else do I like? I'm also a classic slim thug. I'm from the north side, so okay. you're going to see me <laughs> yeah. body rocking and two-stepping in the club. And then I also like my old school music, my Johnny Taylor and my Frankie Beverly. So, okay. yeah, that's the, that's, the, that's the variation of what. Okay. I'm listening to right now. Um, and I'm gonna go with uh, you mentioned that you could sell water to a well. I'm gonna go with Jay Z. You don't know, of course. Let me start the year off by saying I'm a huge Nas head, so I'm gonna go Nas. You know my style, Jay Z. You don't know, and I, I'm gonna go with um, um, Young Thug and Gunna. Hot. That record right there is just insane. That record is insane. Let me insane. tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Young ahead. Thug. Uh, I think Apple Music did it where the 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 people that you listen to the most and Young Thug was my uh, artist that I listened to the most. I'm a Young Thug fan. Unfortunately, I went to his concert uh-huh. and it was a it was a bust. Yeah, and I was so excited about going. I thought we was gonna be mosh pitting and stuff like that. And for me, you know. He was it was a bust and I'm a fan fan. So yeah. I was disappointed. So I haven't been on him, but Young Thug is that. It's okay. He, he's, okay. he's it. Okay. It. Um why don't you have a logo to represent um Declare Marketing? Or I do. do you? You do. I okay. Do. So what do you feel about logos? I feel like oftentimes small business owners, we, you know, that when a, when a, when an entrepreneur decides to make that leap, they think a logo is like the end all be all. They think that's, that's where it's at. And oftentimes they're going cheap. They're not investing in a quality logo. So they're going to no, no, no shade, no shade. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Cause sometimes you got to start where you got to start. No shade um, to who? No shade to the people who are doing $75 logos, okay. you know, but I see, and, and, Logos are important. It's the first thing that they see, but it's not the end all be all. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's levels to it. So my first, when I jumped off the porch, my first logo was made by Cosmo. Cosmo, I made that investment of, you know, $300 to get that logo to be a representation of me because it looks professional. It looks clean. Mm-hmm. It has my tagline on it as a whole. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 
Logos are important, but it's not the end all be all. You can start a business without a logo. We can go to Canva and create you one. But the goal is to kind of level up as you grow in your business as a whole. Okay. Okay. So um, you said earlier that marketing and branding, marketing was what and branding is what? What did you say that was? Uh, Branding is what they see and marketing is what you get them. Um, Branding is what you see and marketing is getting them to buy into what they see. Okay. All right. So um, is there ever a point where you're marketing too much? Yeah. Okay. There is. Um, Explain. Who wants to, like I tell my clients, I don't want you to be in there. Like, it's kind of like that person. Like I use the example of Dillard's, Dillard's shoes. If you ever go into the Dillard's shoe department, they work on commission, Dillard's and Nordstrom's. Mm -hmm. When you walk into Dillard's in the shoe department, they're on you. Hey, is there anything that you need? My name is Chassie. Let me know. What size are you? Do you need this? Blah, 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 blah. And instantly your guard goes up. Mm -hmm. Right. When you walk into Nordstrom's, we cool with it. It's really like, hey, come on in. You know, it's relaxed. Nordstrom's has the number one customer service in the world, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I and I was able to see that. My sales resonated because of it. But marketing is about, it's kind of like you got to be player with it. You got to be smooth with it. You got to ease it on them. Because if you hit them with it too hard, they're going to be like, nah. But if you make them like that's the buy-in, getting them to buy into you first. Once they buy into you, they're tuned into you. Once they're tuned into you, they're trying to figure out what you have going on, whether it's supporting you, buying into you, referring you, or doing whatever you need them to do. Mm-hmm. So marketing is you just got to be player with it. it okay. And there's this strategy to it. Uh-huh. You know, there's a true strategy. You have to be intentional. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I posted a picture on Instagram yesterday and it was of a Polaroid, right? And so my... Um, on your business or jo- John? On John. Okay. And so my... Um, my um, the head coach that I coach under at, at the school I teach at asked me what the Polaroid meant. And I said, well, sometimes when you take a picture with a Polaroid, people like some pictures are instant. You can see them instantly, right? Polaroids, it takes some time for it to develop. And I told him that building a brand is a steady process, right? So when you talk about branding, how, how do you brand uh, your clients? Um, for me, I always ask them, one, what, make, what, what are they passionate about? Mm-hmm. Um, another question is I ask if they're an introvert or an extrovert that lets me understand how I'm going to have to push them outside of their comfort zones. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes extroverts, I don't have to say post on social media because they're confident in posting on social media. Most introverts don't like social media in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but I basically understand who they are as an individual and understand who, what their goals are. Once I understand your goals, then I'm going to take a sit back and kind of see I build marketing based off of what the consumer is going to see. Oftentimes, I'm a part of all of my clients' target audience. So I'm putting myself as a consumer and saying, at this point, how am I going to get myself to want to sit in their chair, buy into their product, or or, purchase a service? From there, we create strategic content based off of what they want to see, taking into consideration their branding, their logos, their branding colors. Um, the way they roll out content, whether on Mondays is motivation, Tuesdays is tips, Wednesdays is wisdom Wednesdays or working women Wednesdays, Thursdays is throwback Thursdays, Friday through Sunday is living your best life. And it's really organic. I don't go into it kind of knowing, but knowing if they're an introvert or extrovert lets me understand who they are because if, like, if an introvert sits down the first week of our meeting, 
I got to scroll up through everything that they've did previously. Mm-hmm. I got to get their paradigm. My goal is once you leave me as a client, your paradigm is shifting. Mm-hmm. When you look at a, when you're out and about, like when, when I have meetings here, oftentimes I have it scheduled 9, 11, 1, 3, 5, because I want my clients to meet each other in passing as they transition. So I'm setting them up for the networking component. Mm-hmm. I'm setting them up for the intentional component of utilizing this cafe this hookah bar that looks run down but everybody's in here as a as an opportunity to push them outside of their their comfort zone i'm making them look at other their their competitors and saying okay what is it that not not what i like as a business owner but what do i like that this particular competitor is doing from a consumer standpoint mm-hmm. maybe i like the the quality of their photos maybe i like their intentional motivational quotes maybe i like the way that they roll out their um videos and so forth so there's no real obviously for me marketing is the same formula i'm not switching up the formula i know it works but it's catered to that individual some people start off straight out the gate they're Mm -hmm. going and then some people i gotta you know be their wingman Mm -hmm. you know i also offer my clients the opportunity hey you have to attend two networking events mm-hmm. while you're my client. But if you need me to roll up with you and be your wing woman and kind of show you how to navigate, I will do that too. So it's more, my style is just more organic based off of who the client is as a whole. Okay. Take me to your last networking event. Okay. You walk up, you're walking in. What, what are you seeing? What are you doing? What is, what is the purpose of you being there? So I have two, I have two examples. Uh, the first example I'll go with was my, my, my networking event. Okay. Um, which was, did you put that on Instagram? I, that was that, that was the live pictures you had. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay, okay, so, okay. so for me, there's things that I'm, I realized that you also, Diddy says it, some of the top entrepreneurs says it, you have to oftentimes hire people to do the things that you're not great at. Right. Okay. But in 2000, in quarter four, I realized that I'm great at a lot of things. And okay. I was presented with the opportunity. I dropped intentional. I dropped my business card. You know how when they say drop your business card in these places, mm-hmm. I dropped it with no, obviously I got my business cards on me. I drop it in there, you know, bowl. And I call it, uh, I call it uh, dropping your seed and watching it grow. I do that in people's DMs and then I do it in, in, in real life. So I dropped my business card. I think in 2018, they reached out to me in 2019 and said, hey, I'm the new marketing person, wanted to offer you 30 free drink tickets and um, complimentary, you know, hors d'oeuvres and stuff like that if you can come in and do an event, right? Up to 30 people. So I'm like, bet. I got, most people don't want to do networking events or events in general because what, you got to pay for it. I'm not trying to pay for it. And I knew that a lot of my clients could align with each other. I have a lot of beauty clients. I have a lot of, Uh, beauty clients really Um, so I wanted to get my clients in the room where they had the opportunity for me to be their wing woman and them to network with people that I know are genuinely business owners good small business owners entrepreneurs and basically they had tags that identified what industry they were in and the goal was to just get them to network with people around them that were my clients you know what I'm saying wing woman the next event that I attended um so you're in there, okay? So the first event was uh, a networking event. It was it it's called impromptu. 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 So you walk up and you're and, and you're doing what? In so there? Uh, they they walk up and they have to put their names on the tag, but the tag on the table it says red is for beauty industry, yellow is for food services, green is for etc. Okay. So automatically I can identify 
what industry you're in as a whole. Okay. Right? So if I do nails and you're doing hair, right? Do we do the same service? No. But I know for a fact that if someone's sitting in your chair that's getting their hair done, they probably are wanting to get their nails done as well. Mm-hmm. Or they may want to get their lashes done. Okay. So now these beauty industry, in, these beauty small business owners are amongst each other. And I'm winging them, but I'm introducing them. You know what I'm saying? And saying, hey, there's an opportunity for you guys to align. And it happened. One of my uh, nail therapy HTX, she's working with uh, Milan Med Spa. On top of her working with Milan uh, uh, Nail Therapy HTX, she's working with iLux. Another one of my clients is a videographer after a uh, videographer photographer. After that event, he did someone's birthday party. Um, one of my clients is a lawyer. I have like I have different levels of small business owners. The lawyer uh, was assigned to one of my spas that I worked with. So for me, it was just getting the name tags and just showing people how to network and have fun while doing so. Okay. And the second event? Second event was, um, let's see what my, I I did a lot of holiday events this year. Okay. Um, Oh, so for me, I work with a lot of my clients are millennials. Um, And uh, I have a client named Essential Body Bar. I, I would say there's different tiers. She's like a tier two moving into tier three. Then I have another client that's a doctor, Dr. T. Richmond. She's a tier two moving into tier three. Before uh, you continue on, what, yeah. do you, what do you mean by tier like, two, tier three? I, what does I, that mean? You know, there's small business owners that work on a lower scale. Okay. And then there's businesses that work on a higher scale that have more capital. I work with them all. I can show my clients how to transition from a tier one client to a tier two client to a tier three client. It's basically based off of the amount of money that you're bringing in as a, as a whole or even just your brand presence as a whole. Okay. So um, I forgot what we were talking about. But so you're in you're in the second social event. I'm in the second social event. So I knew that I, I got this doctor. This doctor's putting me indoors and introducing to me to people that are heavy hitters dentists Mm -hmm. lawyers Mm -hmm. and i realized that okay i got my i got my you know i got my crew together which is the millennials i'm attacking them on social media but 35 and up Mm -hmm. 40 and up they don't hang out on instagram Mm -hmm. they really don't hang out on facebook they hang out on linkedin but i want to be amongst these people so i joined the greater houston business bureau uh, gabc uh, chamber Houston Chamber and I went to the event and it was a woman based event and um, it was different because I didn't see anyone I knew mm. you know what I'm saying I was the youngest in the room mm. but I was amongst some heavy hitters and I just knew I just had to just build those relationships okay. um, ask for their instead of asking for their Instagram asking for their direct uh, number or mm. their LinkedIn mm. and then sliding in their DMs and creating that relationship in itself okay so yeah i mean it was cool okay. it was just different because i'm used to being amongst people that i know where i at least know one person and i knew my clients were there but i'm a, I, I was amongst black women that were really that are really holding down the city okay. and you don't really know i wouldn't really know them because they're not hanging out on the platform that i use on an everyday basis because they okay. don't want to okay so um before we go into this because uh i get a I'm going to save this statement for when we talk about this. Okay. But um, you said that you got to know what you're good at. What are you not good at? Because you said you found out that you were good at a lot of things in 2019. But what are you not good at? So in 2018, I realized that I wasn't good at uh, time management. Okay. Um, Time management. Okay. Time management. Holding myself accountable. I'm usually the person that holds my clients accountable. But who holds me accountable? And... That's that's what I did. And quarter four, I said, okay, 
I got my wave. My wave is going. Okay. How am I going to emerge? And Q4, I kept on saying God is running point. I'm a, I reference basketball a lot solely because I used to play basketball. I used to play volleyball. And I'm a sports girl okay. on the basketball side. Okay. Um, and I'm like, I'm meeting too many people that are telling me, Chastity, you have a gift. You're good at what you do. Um, and I just decided to make that leap. You know, it mm-hmm. landed. And a lot of times opportunities land in my pocket right here. And I just don't take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like with my time management, I was able to, and accountability, let's knock time management. It's the accountability part that I suffer with, you know. Oftentimes when I've did events in the past, I've always wanted to pair with someone because I was always scared that I couldn't do it on my own. Mm. But Q4, I'm like, this opportunity is here. I don't have to pay anything. Let me roll it out. I had 113 RSVPs, 60 60 people showed up. The next opportunity, my client, she's off of 2200 Crawford. Her brand is popping. I met her, her location. She has a nice building. She was like, Chaz. Why don't you do an event here? It's free. Mm. I'm like, you know what? What can I lose? Okay. And that was hard for me. Why? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't want to create the event bright. I didn't want to create the flyer. All of these things I know how to do. I just don't want to do them. And I was like, that can't be a reason moving into a peak season for you. You got to do things that you don't want to do to get where you need to be. And I felt like... It's time to apply pressure. I'm, I'm having my clients apply pressure. Why can't I apply pressure? So for me, Q4 was just me holding myself accountable. And it, and I can do it. Okay. And once you master consistency, mm. there's nothing that you can't do. So on top of me holding myself accountable in the last quarter of the year, I also realized that I had gained a lot of weight. Mm. And I knew for a fact that sex sex sells on social media. So I knew that if I allowed myself to transition and transform my body through social media, being consistent in the gym, showing off my weight loss, then that can tap into another market. Most of the time, people want to be motivated as a whole. So I use my consistency and my accountability to get in the gym three times a week. I also use my consistency and accountability to just hold myself accountable for things that I would usually pay someone to do. But I'm like, yo, I know how to create a flyer. Mm-hmm. I know how to create an Eventbrite. Mm-hmm. I also know how to create an e- And it's really just being lazy. Mm-hmm. I've been lazy a lot because I could always pay somebody to do it. But I'm like, yo, stop being lazy. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so on a scale from one to five, before we get into what I want to ask you, really want to ask you, on a scale from one to five, how, how five being the most important, one being not necessary, how would you rate having a team Somebody, you because you, you mentioned it when going to South by Southwest, having people in streetwear. You're talking about you talked about it a little a little later on. How how would you rate having a team to support you in branding? So I don't have an actual team, but I have people that I rock with. Okay. And I think that's the benefit that I think that's why I've been in the game for so long. Back in the day when I used to have hair genetics, I had about ten thousand followers before followers was like the end all be all. Okay. And people will reach out to me and be like, hey, can you promote my business? How much do I have to pay you? And I'm like, yo, pay me. Mm-hmm. Send me what you want me to post on my page and I'll post it for you. And for me, I'm just really intentional and I'm genuine and my energy matches mm-hmm. myself. So I don't really have a team, but I have people that I rock with. I have a plethora of graphic designers, web developers, T-shirt makers, videographers, hairstylists, makeup artists. Mm-hmm. 
and depending on what I need them for or what would be beneficial to do to them, I'm throwing those alleys. So my team is just having a squad full of people that I can count on just as much as they can account on me. Mm. I'm not a person that always pushes uh, money. Um, I remember going to a Kenny, uh, a Kenny Burns event and J.R. Martins was speaking there mm -hmm. and he said that you don't have to, if you're good at what you do, the money going to come to you regardless. Okay. And there's this, this, this play a quote that it's, it's not on you, it's in you. When you're good at what you do, people are going to gravitate to you regardless. So for me, it's more or less like being myself, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? As a whole, mm -hmm. um, and in me being myself, that energy is contagious mm -hmm. and people want to rock with me. People want to, hey, yo, like I did an event, my, my, my class, one of the guys who attended there, he just randomly brought his camera okay. randomly while he's in the class. He's taking pictures. His pictures were amazing. He gave them to me for free. He then said, hey, Chas, any other thing that you're doing, let me know. I got you. And that's that's that was my whole point for that question, because I said to myself, well, I said that um, I listened to this uh, podcast called, I think it's called Secrets to Success, right? And, uh, you know, I want to paraphrase because I don't want to speak quotes and they're not, they not be exact. But when they were talking to the guests on the show, they said, listen, if you can't find people to rock with you who believe in you, um, then you're doing the wrong thing. Uh, talk about that right quick. What is that? What does that look like? And what does that mean to you? Because when you say that he took pictures and he said, I'm rocking with you, what does that do to somebody's brand? I have, let's say if I have 5,000 followers, Okay. you got 15. Okay. Right. Yeah. I rock with you. Okay. I post you on my page. Okay. I at you. Okay. John Ross. Dyke. Dyke. Uh -huh. Okay. You, I get a nice photo of you. You like it. You share it to your platform okay. organically. Now your 10,000 followers, are people are nosy. So they kind of want to see what you got going on. Mm -hmm. I've basically baited your consumers to come to my page as a whole. Mm -hmm. I'm all about strategic alliances. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? With no monetary value to it. Okay. I move and groove with the right people. Just like last night. I went to an event that was uh, sponsored by one of my doctors. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, my oh, example, spot client started off as my spot client, went to this event at address networking event. She was on the patio. She was sitting there. She was looking lonely. Her setup wasn't up to par. I walked over to her genuine, transparent. What's up? I said, hey, you need to become my client. Mm -hmm. Most people are not direct. It's kind of like what? That's okay. Right. That's a fact. Most people are not direct. Right. Yeah. That made her think. Got her Instagram right then and there. She watched me for a while. Saw what I had going on. Booked that thirty-minute discovery call. Initially turned to a client. She's my client. She's a nurse practitioner. She's hanging out with those physicians, those doctors, those, you know, the tier threes. Yeah, them tier threes. She introduced me to Doctor T. Doctor T is a heavy hitter in these streets. Mm -hmm. Bam, right? Dr. T, off of the referral of the spa, became my client. So now I have two clients that I met with each other. Mm -hmm. Last night, we went to a Heels and Movement event. Heels Out event. Fun, right? Mm -hmm. The best part about last night was I went to a hole in the wall where all of my clients were. So I had the spa client, I had the doctor client, my spine, my doctor clients uh, are 
coming or are creating their own healthcare and spa facility. Mm-hmm. I have a new client who's a therapist. We're bringing in the therapist. So really I had three clients that were at the event together and we were just enjoying ourselves. You know what I'm saying? I threw the alley towards my 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 therapist. I introduced her to my nurse practitioner. My nurse practitioner told the doctor, and now we're all moving and grooving. You know what I'm saying? I'm all about strategic alliances based off of the individual that, and I am st- strategic about the type of clients that I work with. My clients have good energy. They're passionate. They're real. They respect people. They like people. Um, and based off of those individuals, I'm also able to align them with the people that they need to be amongst as a whole. So that networking event was full. My networking event was full of people that I knew were go-getters, that I knew had it. They just needed a wing woman to just help them move and groove as they should. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So um, I guess the most important thing um, that I want to ask in this little talk is when does money become what you can't avoid when does what money become what you can't avoid because you mentioned that uh the guy who was doing the photos did him was rocking with you for free when do you say okay it's it's gotten to a point where now i have to i gotta get either charged or they're giving they're throwing you the money because they believe in your so my thing is is you rock with me i'm gonna rock with you okay and i know a lot of business owners that are not my business you know my clients so therefore if you show me love Everybody's reaching out to me. Do you know a graphic designer? Do you know a photographer? Then I throw that alley. You know what I'm saying? Because you looked out for me and I also like what you provide. So when we're talking about my clients, my clients always need photography. Obviously, I can show them how to pump through their cell phone. But at one point, you're going to need some lifestyle professional photos, some headshots. Then that's when I throw him in and say, hey, I know someone named Jay Mays that can provide you you know, a pro, you know, those photography, you know, those, those photos mm-hmm. at this price point. Mm-hmm. Now, initially I'm always, you know, especially, especially for him, he's starting off. So you can't hit people over the head, but we can definitely develop that portfolio, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Get you some clients under your deck. Then we can reconsider bringing up that price point. Oftentimes okay. everybody wants to get paid. Sometimes some of my biz- biggest clients didn't come from me. I had to give them something for free in an exchange it came back tenfold. I don't yeah. always do things to make money. I do yeah. things to be intentional and to, to you know, I like to sow into people. So that's that. Yeah. I think that's why I, I am. That's why I'm so blessed at this point because I do things just based off of who I am as a person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. yeah. So um, when I talk to you, right, um, I'm a big, I'm a podcaster, right. And so when I talk to you, I, I come from the standpoint of somebody who's listened to a few podcasts, right? And um, I see you remind me a lot of Karen Civil. Okay. Yes. Do you know who that is? Karen Civil. Yes. You you remind me a lot of Karen Civil. Okay. And um, I want to ask you um, while I go and grab something from my bag. No right, I want to ask you about your influences. Okay. Now you can name all you want to. Just just keep on talking. Let me go grab this one thing from my bag. Go ahead. Your okay. influence. I want to know who your influences are, and I can hear you from over there. Okay. Uh, so, what are my influences? Who are my influences? Um, I, I the crazy thing is, two days ago I posted this on my um 
posted this on my Instagram, and the, uh, what I said was, Chaz, who inspires you? So for number one, let's go women, and then let's, let's go men. Oprah. Um, I've been compared to Oprah a lot, and I think that's just because Oprah is just genuine, and she's herself, and she's relatable, and she's transparent, and, and she's good to people, and she shows love to people, and she wants to see people prosper. So that's just me in itself. That's just who I am. I think that that's where I've kind of grown as an individual is just I continue to get blessed based off of the the fruits that I continue to like or the, the seeds I continue to like throw out there. Let me let me let me ask you this one one thing, okay? No in, in light of Oprah, do you think she owes us an apology for what she said about Michael Jackson and what she's doing to all the African American men who have been caught with um, you know, these these issues with women and all of that? Do you think that she owes us an apology for highlighting Russell Simmons's old transgressions and not making a documentary or doing whatever she's going to do with like the Harvey Weinsteins or whoever else is, you know, of the other flavor that have done with the same thing that the black men have done. Um, I just want to ask you that I question. Think, I think, I think Oprah is intentional. Okay. Just like Jay-Z. Okay. Remember Jay-Z? Okay. Jay-Z was against the NFL. Okay. Then Jay-Z came back in okay. and became uh, a, yeah. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Okay. And Jay-Z in his, in, in his, in his interview, he said that I'm going to take this blow. Okay. I know I'm going to have to take this blow, okay. but I'm doing it strategically. That's what I took from Jay-Z because at first I was like, yo, ho, what's up, baby? Mm -hmm. But he did it intentional. With Oprah, I feel like there's an intentionalness, but I think there's a rawness and a realness. Let's not, let's not, not talk about what happened in the future, but Oprah's one of those type of people. You don't know what she got into play. Okay. Oprah's always been for us. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And... Oprah doesn't shy away from the reality and what's going on. I think Oprah is intentional. Okay. So I don't. I'm not counting her out. Okay. But I know for a fact that. Okay. I th I thought it was just a, a great moment to ask you that question. Yeah, Oprah's Oprah. intentional. Okay. I think she's an intentional person. So Oprah, go on. Karen Civil. Karen Civil. Okay. Karen Civil. My swag is oftentimes when I was in college or just in general, I have more male friends than I have female friends, and okay. that's because. I get all the game from them. Yeah. From relationships to life, mm -hmm. to love, okay. to business. Okay. Um, and when you look at Karen, Karen is amongst these raw, uncut Negroes. Yeah. You know, YG. Okay. Mustard. Okay. Uh, Nipsey. Nipsey. All of these mm -hmm. heavy hitters. Yeah. And they're not looking. Karen Civil, obviously she looks good. But she's not selling sex. And when you see these men sitting next to her, it's nothing but respect. Mm. I've always carried myself in a way where I understand that my look says something, but you're going to respect me at the end of the day. I want to make sure that my name in these streets are untouchable mm -hmm. and you can't touch Karen Civil because she's respected and she got some heavy hitters that are going to vouch for her. Okay. And she's a hard worker and she's intentional and she's strategic. And I just like the way she moves. She mm. sells the lifestyle component, but she also works hard on the flip side as well. And you got to respect her. No doubt. And it's res this is respect from some OGs in the game. Yeah. I want to be respected. No doubt. Um, and then Yandy. 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 Yandy Smith. Yeah, okay. Yandy. Yandy, yeah. I've been compared to Yandy. I've been compared. My name has been in sentences in comparison with these women for so many years. Like, mm. 
back in the day, people used to be like, yo, you're going to be the next Oprah. Still to this day, you're going to be the next Oprah. Still to this day, you remind me of Karen Civil. Still to this day, my homeboy calls me Yandy. Going mm -hmm. to gym. Mm -hmm. Man, Chaz, you still got Yandy. Yandy, for me, is the same thing as Karen Civil. Thorough, respectable, mm -hmm. hustler. Don't hold it down. Yeah, you're not going to, you, you know, I may look good, but you're not going you, you, you to respect me at the end of the day. If we mm -hmm. sitting down talking about business... You're not going to be looking at my breasts. You're going you're gonna to look me in my eyes because mm. you know what I got to say. I want you. The thing about me is you're going to respect me at the end of the day. And I think that those women, all three of those women are respectable. Mm -hmm. Respect is important. Okay. And they do it based off of what they've brought to whatever industry they need to bring. You know, they've brought themselves raw, uncut, real, transparent, motivational, inspirational, Legit, mm. they and they're bringing their people up with them. Mm -hmm. That's me. Mm -hmm. If you rocking with me, Tito Latajobi, Tito Latajobi, shout, out to, shout, out, to shout Tito. out to Tito. What up, man? What up? Um, Tito met him in college. U of H, cool. Um, met, met who? Met Tito. Who? Met who in college? Tito. You met him. I in met, okay, okay. met Tito I'm, in I'm college. Tripping. I'm tripping. Me okay. and him were cool. Um, and he was starting his own tax uh, business. I was pumping hair. He let me, him and Sherilyn let me come into their office, gave me an office. I was pumping hair and doing taxes at the same time. I helped them build their website. I helped them come up with the tagline just off of just raw OG, I mean, young Chaz, just doing what I do. When I lost my job, I called Tito just on some, just letting him know inventing. They made a role for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't have to make a role for me. Ten years later, they made a role for me. Like, yo, Chaz, we need marketing. We're coming up on, you know, our tax season. We would love, you know, you was rocking with us from the from back in the G. It's love. Hey, let's go. Mm -hmm. Paid me a substantial amount of money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Off of the seed that I had planted organically just being myself years ago. Yeah. So, for me, it's more or less like... Building up on those relationships, those okay. people, those women that we talk about, they just OGs. They're good people. You can't deny a good person. Yeah. And that's who I am. Yeah. Let's talk Jay-Z and Diddy. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we did the women. Now we're doing the men. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Diddy is a fool. Yeah. Good, yeah. bad, ugly. Yeah. Um. There's a book called, um, I think it's called... Um, we don't have to be political. Uh, it's it's kind of like uh, habits of successful people or something that levels. Okay. And there's two different levels. There's level four leaders. When you ask a level four leader how they became successful, they say, I, 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 I. And when you ask a level five leader how they became successful, they speak about we. I'm a level five leader. Um, oftentimes, I feel like I should be a level four leader because I'm so emotional. And oftentimes you get burned when you're emotional and you care about people, you get burned by people. Um, but that's just who I am. And oftentimes I've kind of been teeter tottering between the two. I feel like the best leaders can sometimes be level four leaders solely because, hey, you got to do what you got to do. And I think Diddy and Hove are those people. Mm -hmm. They make decisions based off of the now. They are moguls. They are strategic. But you're going to respect them at the same time. But it's kind of like, hey, I got to do what I got to do. Mm -hmm. um, and I think Diddy is becoming more intentional and more 
appreciative. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you can get in your own, you can start to toot your own horn and you realize when you look around, you ain't got no one around you. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the level of where um, Diddy, uh, yeah. where Diddy is now. Yeah. Jay-Z is the same way. Jay-Z made his way. He's had some bad business deals. We always do. But then the people that are still rocking with Jay-Z are still rocking with Jay-Z. Tata. Mm-hmm. Tata still in that in that mix Mm -hmm. so I believe all of the people that I've kind of and even Kevin Hart Kevin Hart is a cancer and he's he's just himself are you a cancer I am a cancer he's himself and he is just himself and his energy is what brings people to him but at the same time he's a businessman at the same time so what's the Jay-Z quote I'm not a business man. I'm a business man. man. Okay. That's who I am. And I think all of those people are still themselves and they're transparent, but then they're also business at the same time. And that just comes with respect. Okay. Uh, Today is January the 4th, 2020. Okay. Yeah, man. I don't want to make a mistake of saying 2019, but January the 4th, 2020. And we have 362 days left in the 2020 year. And I started that off a couple of years ago as a way to count down what I was expecting to have at the end of the year or to have seen or come across at the end of the year. Um, 262 days. What do you plan on attaining in 262 days? Um, I kind of I've been kind of basing my timeline off of quarters. Okay. The quarter four last year was my hardest quarter. Okay. Quarter one is where, you know, you, you, you're announcing yourself to the world. So Q1 for me is rolling out my next event. Went ahead and created that event, right? Doing my next IG masterclass. Boom. Okay. I also want to roll out an ebook. I'm tired of seeing, you know, these marketers and these influencers creating these ebooks that I know I can create myself. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of want to emerge myself into public speaking. Okay. Um, so right now I don't know what Q2 and Q3 and Q4 because I'm really just... You a know, quarter person. So hey. we, we're looking at January today. The, this is a leap year. So that's 29, 31 is 60, and another 31 is 91 days. Okay. We're day four out of 91. So we're talking about 87 days. So in 80, in, at the end of Q1, 80, 87 days. Okay. You plan on being, being a boss. Okay. Or being a boss. Or okay. Being just really a. Um, well, initiating your e-class, your, the book. Just just doing things that I know I could do that I probably wasn't, you know, just believing in myself. Oftentimes when I believe myself, I can achieve anything that I want to achieve. And Q4 proved that to me. And then I have success stories. So it's not like the marketing services that I'm providing are not working. The best feeling is seeing my clients fall back in love with their business. The best feeling is seeing my clients build relationships that had nothing to do with me. The best feeling is walking into a location and having random people come up to me and say, man, I I enjoy what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. So I just want to remain myself, but hold myself accountable to some some things that I want to accomplish. I want to get that ebook developed. I want to upgrade my website. I want to initiate public speaking. I want to invest in a mentor to help me take my brand to the next level because I'm a goat Mm -hmm. but every goat needs someone to help them go to the next level so Mm -hmm. it's really just investing in myself but also just remaining true and just executing the things that I need to execute on my time my way my style so yeah I'm not really buckled down um but God 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 got me and that's the beautiful part about it I'm just really walking by faith and 
I really feel like 2020 is going to be the opportunity for me to see. Like, did he t- tune into the podcast? Karen Civil uh, reshared a post of mine. Um, mm. I'm being asked to sit on panels with some people that I admire. Mm. Um, I don't so know. You're, 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 you're bubbling. I'm, I'm, I'm. You're it's, bubbling. It's, it's going. <laughs> you're bubbling. It's going. Okay. Most importantly, uh, let me see. Um, okay. Let me go here before we wrap. Um, so there's a young lady to follow you. Okay. Um, she doesn't need to necessarily be from Trinity Gardens or from the city. She could be tuning into this episode somewhere across the country. Okay. What bit of advice are you going to tell her to get started? Make the leap. Make the leap. Make the leap. Do your research. Oftentimes I call it the eager entrepreneur syndrome where we were so excited and we have those vultures that understand that you're so excited and they pitch you a thousand dollar website, but you don't know what a thousand dollar website looks like. Um, Or they say that they can offer you social media management, but you don't know what social media management looks like. I say do your research, ask the right questions, but make that leap. Everybody's waiting for the perfect time to start their business. There's never a perfect time. Um, Understand that there's going to be trials and tribulations. I still go through them. I still make mistakes. I still get burnt. I still learn. Um, But just be intentional. Um, Be strategic. But do your research. If you don't do your research and build that foundation. And the good thing about me is that I'm good. I'm good people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? On top of you spending the amount of money that you're spending, I'm showing you the ins and outs. It's so crazy because I have clients that you can you could tell that they got a little chip on their shoulder because they know how to move now. You can't hustle them like you could hustle them a year ago. Mm-hmm. You can't sell them a, a, a you can't sell them a wolf because they already know that you are the wolf in itself. Um foundation building like i said before build your foundation do your research and make that leap and also believe in yourself and more importantly talk to god me and god i talk to god all the time cars uh on the floor at the gym it doesn't really matter but i really believe that even though i may not be in church me and god are a1 and i'm a good person and when you're a good person it's going to come tenfold. No you know what I'm saying? And do no right doubt. by people. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? People are going to shade you and people are going to mess over you, but you can't allow that to get the best of you. And then those losses, those losses turns to lessons. Mm-hmm. So even though you may have lost something or you have may, may have lost money or you may have been decur- dis- discouraged, it goes back to my tagline, passion. Once you find your passion, your passion is going to keep you up at night. Your passion is going to keep you, keep you going. Your passion is just going to get you started. Mm -hmm. That practice stage, that practice stage is where you're going to have those trials and tribulations, where you're going to have those losses, where you're going to have those lessons. But once you get that understood, that's where that money comes. But understand that that profit is only profit for a while. Mm -hmm. You got to reinvent yourself and reignite your passion as a whole. So passion, practice, profit is really the name of the game. No doubt. Um, so uh, most important the last question I'll ask is what's next for Chastity? Chastity, right? Chastity Dion. What's next for you? I, I think what's next is just staying true yeah. and holding myself accountable. Yeah. I don't want to put limits on myself, um, but I also want to hold myself accountable. So 
doing the things like I have a lot of downtime. You know, most of the time entrepreneurs, I wake up. Uh, luckily, I get the opportunity to wake up at nine, but I'm not going to sleep to two. And usually when I'm going to sleep at two from 12 to two, I'm watching Netflix. So I'm starting to remove that 12 to two Netflix time to reinvest into my business. Chin check my clients, make sure my clients are up to par. Sliding people DMs to see what they got going on. Mm -hmm. Make sure that I have the things that I need to execute taken care of. So really just optimizing my time to make sure that my manifestation works in my favor and just being me. No that's, doubt. that's the only thing that I could do is be me my way, God's time. So, yeah. No doubt. So uh, I want to say that it's a beautiful Saturday afternoon in the city, the great city, Houston, Texas, right? Yeah, man. And in preparation for this episode, I was thinking, what can I do to up the level? Last year, I gave about, I want to say 37, maybe 40 um, custom SVI t-shirts to everybody that came onto the podcast. And I said, okay, well, I've done that for a year now. What I want to add to it is the t-shirt logo, right? Yay. And so I'm going to go ahead and make this. Uh, so I'm giving you uh, one, the, the the logo shirt, the T-shirt that uh, every every guest gets on the podcast. And then the second one that I want to start to give to you first and, oh! and the other creators that come on to the podcast during the school during the year is the uh, what's next podcast T-shirt. Right. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful day in Houston. I want to say shout out to everybody. Right. Most uh, we're in uh, January. So we're about to celebrate the Divine Nines, you know, founder, Founders Day up tomorrow coming the Noops. Shout out to them. Uh, shout out to the Zetas and the AKAs and Deltas that are going to be having, baby. Yeah. Are you a Delta? No. But, okay. you know, <laughs> I, feel you. I feel you. Shout out to all of them. All right. Um, we're having our Founders Day. Kings Israel number 19 AF and AM. Mm-hmm. Shout out to us. And um, anything else? Yes. Go ahead. I've been intentional in asking uh, people, what are their 2020 goals? Mm. So you focused on me. What are your 2020 goals? I want to become a brand. Let's go. And and when I think about becoming a brand, I think about no matter what I put out, people flock to it. Drake could put out um, a record that everybody might feel is kind of trash, but it's Drake. Nas, my favorite MC of all time can drop and go when he wants to. I, I was listening to a podcast and Roy said that he will want to, he will want to feature with Jay-Z and he will want to feature with Nas. And he said the Jay-Z feature is more capable of happening, but Nas, he said, we're getting ready to get to a point where we can't touch him. Mm-hmm. He's dressing better. His watches are icy. So, uh, I want to become a brand, right? And no matter how slow it is or, how how it doesn't bubble, I want to stick to it because I, I, I have some consistency. I'm going to continue to be consistent and add something else to it. You okay, know what I'm saying? so I'm going to give you the game. Okay. The game is that you have to be intentional. 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 So as much as you, you know, you want to emerge yourself with the new emerging business owners, you got to yeah. get some heavy hitters. Yeah. Because strategically... And, you know, I'm at 16 and I've been pumping all day. Yeah. So if I'm pumping all day directly from my social media, yeah. those people are going to be nosy and try to figure out what you have going on. Yeah. The good thing about, for for a fact, if I look at our text threads on Instagram, yeah. every Tuesday, I believe, yeah. you dropping that. <laughs> yeah. Boy, yeah. Right? Yeah, no doubt. Am I always watching? Nah. nah. But that one day, I'm going to be like, yo. Okay. Let me stay tuned. Yeah. And probably I'm going to catch a few gems. Yeah. So you want to be intentional yeah. with the people that you bring on to 
yeah. your podcast. Of course. Number two, you want to hit these streets. Yeah. I need to know you. Yeah. I don't know you. Yeah. I need to know you more. For sure. For and sure. And that includes not having to go into the the nightlife, you yeah. know, because you have a family. Yeah. But going to these networking events. Sliding in these people DMs Dropping them gems Think about you as you consistent Yeah That's the best thing That you can do You're consistent yeah. Eventually And I tell my clients All the time You can send a message To 20 people 15 people are gonna Open it 12 people are gonna Read it 8 people are gonna Say that they're down With it 3 people are gonna Lock and load it If you continue to do that Every day yeah. Right Yeah One day Yeah Somebody's gonna drop mm -hmm. And it's gonna be The biggest thing To turn you Yeah But you got to be ready for the drop. No doubt. So being ready is making sure that your social platform looks good, optimized. When I come into your store, Instagram is where 60% of people are making their buying decisions. Mm. When I come into your store, I should know who, what, when, where, why about your brand. Number one. Number two, I should also know who you are. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. But number three, you got to be able to inspire me. The podcasts are ex in inspiring me. But that's social media. Yeah. Right? That offline work. Yeah. Wearing your brand around yeah. all the time. Yeah. Speaking loud enough where when you're around, someone's going to walk up to you and figure out what you got going on. No doubt. When I sold my first shirts, my manufacturer messed it up and there was just these small little dots on it. And I wanted my shirt to be in tip top shape, but he had already made it and he was going to make the new batch. I had 25 white self-employed shirts that were messed up but when you looked at it nobody was going to be able to tell that there was these black little uh, marks on it yeah. what did i do i gave them to intentional people yeah them intentional people wore it took a picture of it yeah yeah now you got people in my dm saying hey where can i get those shirts no doubt i just want you to be strategic yeah i want you to grow your brand i want you to be consistent and you got it. Yeah. And then bring me, continue to provide me. What is it that people like about? What is it that you like for me? I'm black. Black lives matter. I'm a woman. Woman empowerment is popping right now. Yeah. I'm in the gym. Transformation fitness is a thing. Yeah. Um, I'm a U of H grad. I'm educated. Mm -hmm. I'm an entrepreneur and a marketing. I'm an entrepreneur. Everybody wants to be a boss. So when you look at my page and what you look at what I have going on, all of those are sales funnels. Mm -hmm. You may not be a small business owner, but you may be struggling with getting in the gym. And if I show you that I can be consistent and I've lost this amount of weight, then you're going to buy into me. I want to know about you. You really like music. Mm. And I got a client like that. Give me that. Yeah. Give me that. Yeah. Families, and I love it. Your fit, your wife and your, your baby. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Continue to provide that. And oftentimes people are like, well, I don't, why do I have to? Yeah. People want to know who you are. No doubt. Are you into fashion? Yeah. Yeah. Every now and then showcase your shoes. Yeah. You know, there's some, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> there's, sure. some, there, there's some For shoe sure. people that be like, oh, yo, he got that heat. Yeah. You like sports. Of course. Who's your favorite team? Depends Basketball. on what sport. Basketball. Oh, I a, know. I'm a New York Knicks fan. Me too. But Carmelo and then Marbury and all, they, all yeah. of that. I was, I was with them. I'm a Rockets fan too. Oh, well, that's that's a and I like the Warriors. Okay, yeah. all right. Okay, <laughs> but um, football, I'm a Ravens fan. Okay, that Been too. Who that? Okay, but I say that is be yourself, and those things start to showcase the things that you like. Mm -hmm. Just like you told that story and that photography, that's a different, and that's dope. Yeah, that story. But everybody may not be able to know what the, when they look at it, they may not know what that is. They may just swipe yeah. over it. But for the people that are are buying into you, they're going to take the time to read what that's about and then they're going to connect with you. So 
my advice to you is be you. Yeah. But turn it up a notch. No doubt. And be intentional. No doubt. Houston, Texas, I do what I do for myself to prove that I can do it for others. Peace and blessings and happy new year. Happy new year. Yo, I feel like 95, Sachi on my body Biggie, Jigga, Puffy, all that ballin' is a hobby And I'm wildin' in my wallies, and I'm valleys, no Pilates More way get you more wet, now that's these Bumanti My crystal ball, I see crystal, I crystal y'all with that I saw the sign like Ace Space, that Ace of Spade get cracked I'm like, cheers to the money guys, the Willie niggas Who buy them bottles, and then they spill these liquors Yo, yo, salute my dude I see you, dog. Five bottles, one dick. Why I need some rubs? I know I'm out of line, but love is shower time. You know it rose rain when your cloud is nine. Get off that high ass hussy. This a private party. Been on my dick too long. Your breath on private party. You gon' be nice and naughty. These walls on prices already. This the upper crust. Fuck us up. Over and 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 over